Hey guys, welcome to a Tuesday night edition of the NASCAR Series Podcast. Today, hey, happy Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. With you. As we're heading down to Darlington. As we're heading to Darlington this weekend. Let's start off with, with Rear Room Mural. Kyle Busch does Kyle Busch things in Bush and McBush Race 400. Wi-Fi slow. With lasting cologne quality set. Ah, Kansas, the land where everyone expects you to make a Wizard of Oz joke. But you know what? I'm going to be better than that. Not today. Not today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Rearview Mirror, presented by Old Spice. I'm Kim Kuhn, and in another sign that things are returning to normal, Kyle Busch swept the weekend. Friday night in the Truck Series race, Kyle swept both stages and looked to be heading straight to victory lane, but a late race caution and a potential technical issue put that one in doubt. And we're set for one of the greatest things in motorsport, a late race restart. And, well, let's just go to the tape. Bush around the outside, Hill on the bottom. Three wide for the lead. The final lap. So Kyle Busch winning a truck race. That's not unexpected. But could he follow it up on Sunday in the Bushy McBush Race 400? Well, if you've watched the start of the 2021 season, you might say no. But like an uncontrolled tire on pit road, Rowdy could not be contained. And for real, pit crews, get a hold of those tires. Jeez. Brad Keselowski started on the pole and Mr. Bush started in ninth, but it wasn't long before he was out front winning stage one. Kyle won stage two, except this Kyle was Kyle Larson, and everything seemed to be in that Kyle's favor until a flurry of late race cautions. Ricky Stenhouse's hopes went up in smoke. No, really, they actually went up in smoke. You got one hell of a save from young Ryan Blaney after tangling with Larson. How did he do that? And then Kyle Busch sailed off to do what Kyle Busch does best, taking a bow in front of his adoring fans after claiming the victory. And for real, if one of the Bush brothers didn't win the Bushy McBush Race 400, what the hell are we even doing here? Now, smell ready for anything. And this week's smell ready for anything moment brought to you by Old Spice goes to the other Bush, Kurt. Let's take a look. It's Kyle's birthday today, right, everybody? I got him a mariachi band already. They're tuning up. And he has no idea when he rolls into the airport. <laughs> it's perfect. It was for Cinco de Mayo. Kind of kick it off. And he kicked it off with a win. This is going to be epic. Where did he even find a mariachi band in Kansas? And on such short notice. I mean, Kyle had just won the race. But what a way to celebrate. Wait, what? It was Kyle's birthday? The band was for the birthday? Wait, KB won on his birthday? Wow. Well, happy belated, Kyle. And in keeping with the Bushy McBush race, Bush Brothers theme, this week's rearview mirror was produced by the other, other Bush brother, Chuckles. Thanks, Chuck. Who won the weekend? So who won the weekend? It's clear who won the weekend. Kyle Bush won the weekend. Literally. That's all for this week's episode of Rearview Mirror. Be sure to check back in next week as we throw back all the action that's fit to print from Darlington Raceway. And now we're going to do this again. Debate. Can Kyle Busch break Richard Petty's consecutive season one streak? So let's start.
No. Not gonna do that one right now. Now, backseat drivers. Which winless driver is most surprising? Huh. Let me. But first, I'm gonna answer that. I'm gonna go with Denny Hamlin and Chase Elliott. Hamlin's been really close, but he hasn't sealed off a win yet. Chase Elliott's been good. Kevin Harvick took second, so. Uh, amazing what. Yeah. Do no scamper sounds. Keeping up with Kansas. Discussions a renewed relevance to each of, uh, to each automaker's production car counterparts. Budget budget might and measures was meant to attract new teams and manufacturers and also an improved racing product. February fourth, twenty nineteen. Next gen briefing. Our first story on the next gen car, the code code name then code name Gen Seven. Steve O'Donnell. Well, now our executive vice president and chief racing development officer detailed the goals for the, for the new look model and upper 
in a preseason competition briefing, establishing an accelerated timeline for a 2021 debut. August 16th, 2019. Big wheels keep turning. A hint of news comes to details seeped out regarding Goodyear's work with NASCAR tire. NASCAR officials to bring a new tire to the Cup Series to, a gong, to accommodate a move from 15-inch wheels to 18-inch models. Again, product relevance is one of the stated goals. October 8th through 9th, 2019. First test at Richmond. The first next-gen prototype I, I pits the track for its first on-track shakedown with Austin Dillon taking the wheel at Richmond Raceway. And the public gets its first glimpse at the design as a busy, as a busy camouflage body wrap attempts to hide some of the finer details. December 9th through 10th, 2019. In second test at Phoenix Raceway, Joey Logano takes his turn behind the next-gen car at are at Phoenix Raceway providing eating a, a through a video walk through in in between test sessions. Officials from car builders Richard Todos Racing, Sing Team Penske and NASCAR tried multiple setup combinations, cycling for different configurations for tires, spoilers, and other aerodynamic features. January fifteenth through sixteenth, twenty twenty. Third test at my at Homestead Miami Speedway. After test runs on a short track and then a flat one miler, the next gen car gets it. Its first laps on an intermediate 1.5 mile layout as Eric Jones wheels the prototype at Homestead Miami Speedway. Among the observations, a, notice, a noted decrease in side at Force Jones said, plus the first glimpse at the sequential shifter the new car will have. You, you can bang right through the gears, Jones said. March 2nd, 2020, new look for lugs. NASCAR officials released the first close-up look at the new wheel design, in which features a single interlocking lug nut instead of a five-lug pattern. And the wheels made by BB, made by BBES had, had their on-track debut in a test session at Auto Club Speedway in California. Uh, competition officials said they anticipated no dramatic changes to the look and feel of pit stops with a design change. March 2nd through 3rd, 4th test at Auto Club. A new p- prototype, dubbed P3, is put through pa- the paces at, at, at the two-mile Auto Club Speedway, the largest track yet for next year, and testing. William Byron drove the vehicle, which was probably 99% of what we're going to compete next year. According to NASCAR officials, April 2nd, 2020, one month later, the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic temporarily halted the, halted the NASCAR racing season, but also placed the development and testing schedule of the next-gen car on hold. Shortly after a test session complu- uh, shortly after a test session scheduled for May 16th through 17th at Atlanta Motor Speedway was canceled, officials made the decision to delay the almost competition debut until the 2022 campaign, August 24th through 25th. Fifth test at Dover. Next gen testing resumes with Cole Custer at the wheel of the B3 prototype at Dover International Speedway. The officials measure the car's capacity for a rough high load oval at the Monster Mile using a setup similar to the current Cup Series car's rules package. November 16th through 17th, 
2020. Six tests at Charlotte. For the first time, two next-gen prototypes hit the track. And the San Amtessa's former Cup Series champions, Kirk Busch from 2004 and Martin Trex Jr. from 2017, raced together in a two-day session, one day on the Charlotte Motor Speedway Oval Road Course layout, and one on... And another on the 1.5 regular mile oval. It does everything a little bit better, Truex said, and of the car after the first test. December 15th through 16th, 2020, 7th test, this time at Daytona. Chris Buescher kept busy in the offseason as driver of the number 17 in Roush Fenway Racing Ford. At as the driver of record for the next-gen car, his first super speedway laps. It's a single-car run and at Daytona International Speedway's 2.5-mile layout. Allowed competition officials to find a baseline speed for drafting tracks, meeting that goal in the early, early in that in a two-day in the two-day session. January 12, 2021, eighth test at Charlotte again. Kurt Busch became the first repeat driver as NASCAR officials returned to Charlotte Motor Speedway for a brief session to validate some of the development work on the next-gen components. Feedback from the previous Charlotte test back in November 2020. It was more favorable from the road course than the oval, so officials re-enlisted Busch for a second shakedown. February 1st, 2021, development complete. Officials highlighted their 2021 competition briefing Statement that a development phase of the next-gen car is complete. John Probst, Obst NASCAR Senior Vice President of Racing Innovation, said the next-gen car bodies for all three manufacturers have been improved and outlined for a timeable car for the, 20, for the car's 2021 slate. March 16th through 17th, 2021. Ninth test at Richmond Raceway. The next-gen car returned to the... And to where the, its testing journey began in, in October 2019 at, at October 2019 at Richmond Raceway as Bubba Wallace took his first turn behind the wheel. Wallace made notes about the car's balance and the exhaust note as officials were pleased with the result at the .75 mile track. Overall, the performance of the car is where we want it to be. March 30th through 31st, 2021. 10th test, Martinsville. Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota each put their manufacturer our specific prototypes on the track in a closed test at Martinsville Speedway. Alex Bowman Chevrolet, Drew Herring Toyota, and David Reagan Ford were the test drivers, each putting laps on the five on the point five two six X mile oval and gathering data through wheel for horse transducers. April sixth through seventh, twenty twenty one. Eleventh test at Darlington. Tyler Reddick had the wheel of the next gen car. As Goodyear officials went to work work with different tire combinations at at the track too tough to tame. The historic 1.366 mile track lived up, up to its too tough to tame building as Reddick looped the P3 prototype, making slight right side contact with the wall. And then April 7th, save the date. Officials set an unveiled schedule for the three manufacturers' next-gen models, announcing the cars would debut May 5th in, Char- in Charlotte, North Carolina. These three vehicles were on track at, Mar- at Martinsville Speedway in a closed session, but their imprints and specifications were set for a full release. And then May 5th, 2021, unfollow along on a Chevrolet, Ford, and Toyota and debut their new, their new next-gen models for 2022. October 2021, 
And then NASCAR officials plan to give the Cup Series teams their first organizational set as with their own next-gen car, Arizona Charlotte Motor Speedway Robolale. Two organizational sets are tentatively scheduled after the season to allow teams to prep for 2022. February 20th, 2022, the 2022 Daytona 500. The next-gen car is set to debut in his first points-paying race from the NASCAR Cup Series in the annual season. He's in opening Daytona 500 at Daytona International Speedway. And that's the next-gen timeline right there.